I don't want to hear Republicans talk about deficits and their ultra MAGA agenda. Cinco de Mayo. It is the Daily Rob as usual. Now you can find us all across the internet. And if you check the link tree, it's in the description. <laughs> if you check the link tree, it's in the description. It has all of Rob's sites. Um, I guess minus the sites on his gun. <laughs> um, yeah, check it out and find us all across the internet because tech censorship is a very real thing. And we deal with a fair bit of it. So subscribe to us in more than one place. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. I'm inside the chambers of the Supreme Court. As you can see, I have my AR-15 here. I'm with some other patriots. Um, Here's what we're, I'm going to put the gun down for a second. Might have to pick it back up, though. But um, what we're afraid of, Stu, here is... The Capitol Police, FBI, the DOJ seem to think it's okay for Antifa and left-wing people to burn public buildings down and intimidate government officials. So we're concerned that they're going to let the angry mob oops, um, storm the Supreme Court and assault the judges. We're here to protect all of them, Stu. Um, the ones who voted for the overturn of Roe v. Wade and the ones who didn't, Stu. We believe in law and order here at the Rob is Right Network. Stu, there were elections in Ohio and Indiana yesterday, and um, the conservative media is talking about how the results of these elections prove the efficacy of the Trump endorsement. Um, there's a little bit of puffery associated with this, Stu, as some of these guys were going to win anyway. But in the endorsements that Trump has uh, placed on candidates this year, he's 55 and 0. So that's interesting. Now, Stu, what I want to see what happens is in the Georgia election. Um, right now, Kemp is leading. Kemp is the guy who refused to look at any of the fraud in the Georgia election of 2020. It's overwhelming what happened in the city of Atlanta and adjacent county counties. Um, um, and uh, Purdue wants to look at this. And I think the rest of Georgians want to look at this. So here's my prediction. As this movie, 2000 Mules, comes out and people in Georgia see it, I think Purdue can overtake Kemp. Um, So, Stu, the savagery and the satanic nature of the left, Letitia James, um, she was in New York yesterday bragging about how she got an abortion and saying that she was proud to have an abortion. To public officials, you're proud to terminate a baby's life. Um, 
Anyway, Stu, speaking of nutcase leftists in Antifa in Los Angeles, a couple nights ago after this decision, I guess the second day after this decision, um, there were riots in LA and they got out of hand. And guess what? The left is attacking police and smashing vehicles again. Have you heard anybody on the left denounce the violence? And there's also been violence at other rallies. So we'll just have a violence supercut for everyone to see. So. <laughs> okay, that's a great idea. Goodness, you love me. You can't defend him. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. two children. It is time to leave, It's time to leave. You got the message, right? You got the message, motherfucker, right? You got the fucking message. Walk away, bro. Walk away. Walk away. Don't touch. Hey, walk with me. Walk with me. Come on, we can push. No, walk with me. 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 Walk with some kid. I'm sorry. Right. Did they push you? No, they attacked some kid. Oh, so you went after them. Got it. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out!
overturning it. Get the fuck out of here! Don't touch me, her alone! yourself, okay? Stop. Get the fuck out! No surprise here, Stu, but another study about the um, the side effects of the vaccines and the damage that they are causing to lots of people. It's the German study, Stu, and you know those krauts. Um, they're pretty detailed. Um, anyway, I think it had 40,000 people in the, in the study, and their findings are that the amount of serious, um, compli severe complications with the vaccine are 40 times higher than had been previously reported um, by some of these nation states including Germany. Stu, at the White House Correspondents' Dinner the other night, we talked about this. You know, Fauci goes to the pre-party, doesn't wear a mask, looks like he wants to kiss Don Lemon. Um, anyway, as it, and, you know, all the people who were telling all of us how you had to socially distance, wear a mask, get a vaccine, all of them are, are vaccinated. They're all over one another at the uh, correspondence dinner. And there's been a little bit of a breakout of COVID. And one of whom is John Carl. He's a news correspondent, as you know. And he's been shaking. He was shaking Joe Biden's hand. But Stu, is he going to go into isolation? Or are both of them going to have to quarantine? No, because these are just rules for the little people they want to put their thumb on and oppress because they don't want you out in the street protesting or divulging truth about matters that exposes their tyranny. Speaking of tyranny, Stu, this, it's been released. I don't know exactly what the number is, but this, you know, the United States has 17 uh, intelligence agencies. Well, Stu, I think we have one more. The CDC was spying on Americans by tapping into their cell phones unauthorized to see where they were going during COVID. As far as I know, they're still doing it today. So Stu, if you had the, the termidity to go to a school or church or your mother's funeral, um, they've got the goods on you, Stu, because they've tracked you. So they have a historical linear calendar of everywhere you went, Stu. Um, scary. And again, are we supposed to trust them that they only did this to find that, to come up with some sort of, of, of studies as to whether people were abiding by the ridiculous CDC laws? No, just think what they can do with this information. Um, Dave Chappelle was attacked last night in the Hollywood Bowl. Of history. Of history. History. Thank you, son. 
It was a, it was a trans man. <laughs> Still, you know, Prob, you follow all these comedians more than I do. But um, he's been, I think, very kind of anti-left, uh, anti-trans, uh, anti-political correctness. He just kind of tells jokes. And if it's funny, it's funny. He doesn't care about what the PC crowd says. The guy's name was Isaiah Lee. He's a black guy, but he ran up on stage and he tried to uh, tackle Chappelle. Chappelle made, uh, made a little move. The guy fell on his face and then his bodyguards beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Do you know anything about uh, this, Stu? Or? The guy's arm's broken. I saw, I'll have the video of him on the stretcher getting taken out of uh, that venue. But it's just, it's a very nasty uh, precedent. I go to lots of different comedy clubs all across the East Coast. And, you know, sometimes I think the security could be a little bit slack. So this is going to be something that we start to see a lot more of, you know, that's troubling. You know, it's really nice to be literally a foot away from a comedian. You're sitting at a table, the comedian's on the stage. I mean, it's really kind of a cool experience to be that close to the co comedians. I mean, but if we're going to have to live in this kind of super sensitive population where comedians fear they're going to get hit or attacked whenever they get on stage, you know, that's not a good societal norm for us to have. Did this guy attack him because of his politics? I mean, I, I, I don't only think, assume. Yeah, we can only assume that um, it was motivated by that or, but there's also this kind of like weird clout digital culture that these kids have nowadays where they will, you know, they want to be fit. They, they want their 15 minutes of fame. So they'll do anything to get it. So who knows? I mean, well, probably their woke friends all pat, all pat them on the back and uh, buy, buy them a mocha latte if they do something stupid and, you know, they feel important. Stu, I want to express a deep dive into the Johnny Depp Amanda Heard trial. Uh, are you ready for this? Okay. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Finally, Stu. Um, and again, I've got my gun here. And the reason I, I, I have it is we have these woke Roe v. Wade uh, abortion enthusiasts saying things like they want to blow up the Supreme Court. They want to kill Alito. The big crowd last night going, fuck Alito. That's really mature. Um, um, so still, I think one has to be careful. Um, um, and if the government allows, you know, they allowed billions of dollars, the D.C. government, billions of dollars of property damage, um, one has to think that this crowd is going to try to storm the Supreme Court. Are they going to help guys like me out who are here with our AR-15s trying to protect the integrity of our jurisprudence system? What I got, Stu. Right on. This is breaking. Uh, Anthony Blinken has now tested positive for COVID after the White House Correspondents' Dinner. So, and you know, he's kissed up on Joe Biden. Yeah.
So today our lovely president um, spoke about the economy and he said, MAGA is the most extreme political organization in American history. What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. In recent American history. Would you make a speech on abortion like you did on voting rights, Mr. President? Mr. President, how can you combat it? He did some fear-mongering about how LGBT children would be removed from classrooms if Roe v. Wade is overturned. So um, how those two um, equate, I don't know. But, you know, the president is known to having lapses of intellect and judgment. So not a typical. So when you use the word lapse, it, it, it means that at one time he had intellect that now he's lost. Um, well, we've definitely played some footage of him before of, you know, him talking about getting tested for HIV. Um, I have a video that's kind of in the bank about him talking to one of the uh, UN weapon inspectors. He at least used to have a coherent uh, speech where he would actually be able to yeah. put words together. So Kind of like the speech he made a few uh, back in the 80s where he wanted to propose a constitutional amendment to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yeah. I do not view abortion as a, uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always a tragedy. And I think that uh, it should be uh, rare and safe. And I think we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions. I'm a bit of an odd man out in my party. I do not vote for funding for abortion. Yeah. Now, you know, it's uh, the most most dangerous political philosophy in the history of the world. But it's interesting. He also used this phrase, um, ultra MAGA, which I think is fun. I think that sounds, that, that sounds like some giant robot that's going to attack me want to go get an ultra magna, MAGA hat. Yeah, I think he just made some good branding uh, for the conservatives. <laughs> But well, I think if you if you get the acronym acronym out of it, make America great again, Biden says that's the most evil philosophy in the history of the world. Yeah, we don't want to make America great. We want to continue to destroy it like they've been doing the last two or three years. Yeah, the um, what do, what do they call it? Uh, controlled decline. But it's, it's interesting, and with all these new people like Carrie Lake and J.D. Vance who are on the up and up, you know, I can definitely see why they hate this. But for me, this is kind of what I would call the death rattle of the neoliberal order. You, if you're confident, you don't have to talk like this. What are your thoughts? Well, if you have a... If you have anything to say yourself to propose a, a policy or an ideology and then go to the length to explain it and try to convince people the wisdom of your philosophy, they never do that. Uh, you give me a topic, Stu, I can talk all day about why my position makes sense. All they do is attack and call people Nazis gaslight them 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the appeal to divisiveness and to ignorance. Um, that's their agenda. And in the meantime, what they do is mask their incredible corruption. I think J.D. Vance and this uh, Carrie Lake, I think they are anti-corruption folks. I think they want to go to Washington and and disrupt how Washington works and drain the swamp. Um, I mean, what we've been seeing is, well, you know, just the other day, um, it came out that there's an oligarch in Russia who met with Hunter Biden. He met with Hunter Biden to do business with the Biden family. Uh, he may well have done business with the Biden family. He may have gotten money. Uh, the Bidens may have gotten money from him. Uh, he's on every other terror watch list of every civilized country in the West, but he's not on the American uh, watch list. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the corruption is incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also just gross at the end of the day. Oh, excuse me, Stu. Okay. I heard a door creak. I thought maybe. Okay. I think everything's okay. But um, speaking of this and kind of what I would call like a bit of a death rattle, you know, this is not what confident, strong people do, but it was revealed that George Soros, Clinton and Obama staffers and European governments are behind this anti-Musk campaign to force big corporations to boycott Twitter after Elon demanded to know who funds these organizations. And so... You can read in like the um, in their letters to various corporations how they say that uh, Twitter risks becoming a cesspool of misinformation with your brand attached. Yeah, I think uh, he actually exposed these folks by name, and um, and um, you know that's it. If you've got a public forum to expose folks, which he does. Um, they're not that big of a threat anymore. Yeah, and so what people are saying that Elon's essentially the new Donald Trump of Twitter, and he's making a good case for himself to to be that. But you know, he shared the CNN article about how brands should force Twitter to uphold content policies under Musk that would kind of control misinformation. And so, um, you know, Elon had a great response to this that said sunlight is the best disinfectant after asking who funds these organizations that's exactly right and i've never been afraid of speech to never been afraid to debate anyone i never wanted to shut anybody out of the public arena they do which tells you everything now i want to share something with you and i think you will enjoy this a great deal still you're smirking i enjoy it already so, um, because I know what a sixth sense of humor you have. Okay. So, I like how I have to know these various lefty definitions of words. So, typically, misinformation and disinformation I would kind of consider to be the same, but I want to give you the left, the lefty definition for these. So, the lefty definition for misinformation false or inaccurate information usually not created or shared with harmful intent. Example, sharing a news story with inaccurate 
statistics or out of date information. So that's, that's misinformation. The lefty definition of disinformation, false or inaccurate information deliberately created and shared to cause harm. Example, making up a quote from a public figure. Now, have you heard of Malin formation? Malin? Malin formation. How's it spelled? Like malice? Or? Yes. M-A-L-I-N formation. No. True or accurate information based in reality, shared or manipulated with the intent to cause harm. Example, sharing private data, statistics, or images publicly. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but all of this, um, you know, these are the definitions when such things are applied to them. And of course, they have no rules. Um, and of course, what is the definition of truth? Truth is something. There are many t- topics to, since the history of the world began which there's no definitive truth to them. People argue about them, people discuss them, people pull certain sticks out of the bundle which are true and some might not be as true. The world is pretty complicated, which is why we have free speech. Well, you know, let's just go through some examples. Okay. Um, doxing libs of TikTok, malinformation. Call, calling Larry Elder a white supremacist, disinformation. Uh, misinformation. An example of that would be, you know, someone makes a goofy meme and it offends people or gets tagged with one of those Facebook. Uh, you might, you don't fully understand this because all the information isn't there. or our fact checkers say that you know this isn't true but yeah i I just found this very interesting this was just something i read on a media literacy website i'm just trying to get better you know (laughs) but i I how about using the english language and logic and reason to have a, a free and fair debate on anything on new year's eve I was sick in bed and I didn't go out and do anything fun. But if you had told me New Year's Eve that by May, Roe v. Wade would possibly be overturned, uh, you would have Elon Musk buying Twitter and uh, a ton of other things that have happened this year. You know, I would not believe you. Well, maybe the pendulum is starting to swing in the right direction still. Yeah, yeah. But it's just pretty interesting to think about and just just continuing to be more wild and wild every day. Things can happen pretty quickly, Stu, especially in today's world of social media. Uh, we live in interesting times. Absolutely. But that's, that's all I got for you today. All right, Stu. I'll probably be here another day or two. Um, if somebody could bring me a ham sandwich, that'd be nice. Okay. All right. Say hi to Clarence for me. I will. He's my favorite justice. He's the coolest one. He is. Rather go and Bob Almain. Who 
Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Spent the race on new chain. Right on. Okay. Later. Go get him. See ya. Yo, hundred percent for Trump.